Hi, everyone, and thank you so much for joining us on the We Thrive podcast, where we share stories from entrepreneurs around the world about how they're creating an impactful legacy. I'm your host, Casey Clark, and today I have the pleasure of interviewing Mr. Chris Sparks, who is the CEO of Sherlock and Escape Games in Frederick, Maryland. Hi there, folks. Happy to be here. <laughs> I love your energy. So <laughs> thank you so much for being with us. So tell us a little bit about yourself. So uh, as we've already covered, my name is Chris Sparks. I own Sherlock and Escape Games in downtown Frederick. And for those of you that don't know what that means, I build, design, and operate an escape room company. It's like playing a 3D game of Clue. You come into a movie theater type setting, um, like you're stepping into the world of a book or a show or a movie, and you have 60 minutes to solve the interlocking riddles and puzzles in order to complete your mission objective. Um, in that time, you'll either triumph, uh, which is a huge deal because our rooms are challenging, or you'll lose, in which case we'll let you out for good behavior. <laughs> Love it. So how did you get into that? I mean, that's not your ordinary job. No, it's not something you just, you know, check a box at and end up falling into. For me, it was a lifetime pursuit. Uh, a mix of loving board games and loving stories, uh, which you can kind of see in the background behind me. Uh, growing up, we played card games, video games, board games, sports. Um, we would even create our own games as a family. Oh, wow. uh, and of course, stories. Um, I would always have a book in my hand. I'd be that kid over summer vacation trying to read as much, you know, fiction and fantasy as I possibly could. And as I grew up, I realized, wouldn't it be wild to play games for a living and give other people the chance to step into the world of my favorite stories? I love it. So what's your favorite board game? I have to know. So part of my heart will always belong to chess, just as it's like Regal King. But my nerdy reference is <laughs> if you have ever played either Star Wars Epic Duels, a game that took over my childhood when Episode 2 came out, or Betrayal at the House on the Hill, we will get along just fine. Well, I'd hate to break it to you, but I have no idea what you're talking about with either of them. Hey, this podcast has been so much fun. Thank you for having me. Uh, to all the <laughs> listeners out there, you've been swell. Hashtag Sherlock in Escape Games. <laughs> awesome. Hopefully you've played the game or at least know about it. <laughs> well, but the thing about it is there are uncountable numbers of board games out there. Mm. And what we'll ask people during our interviews is the same question you asked me are what are your favorite games? Because you can tell so much about a person by what they love to do for fun growing up. Yeah. So am I allowed to ask you questions? How does this thing work? You absolutely can ask away. Hey, so there's the obvious question, which is you asked me for you, what are your favorite games? Not just board games, but just your favorite games. What do you enjoy? So I love um, the card game Knock, and that's because it is more of a family tradition. Thanksgiving, Christmas, you know, my dad's side of the family, we'd all get together. My grandfather would bring out his bag of quarters and we'd all play. <laughs> um, but board games, I love a good classic competitive game of Monopoly. Ooh, nice. Yeah, okay. Go for hours. <laughs> so, uh, but I love the it. Classics. The classics. Oh, yeah. We... It's there's no Sparks family gathering without a massive card game. Um, so it all this all tracks to me. I think we can make this work. Okay. All right. I'm glad I'm safe. <laughs> you you will get let out of the rooms. Congratulations. You have a pass. <laughs> I realize I, sh I shouldn't actually kid about that. The rooms don't even have locks on the doors. You are never impeded from leaving the place. Um, but I realize, like, for listeners that have no idea if I'm joking or not, I promise you 
we aren't running a prison, you can leave, everything's fine. <laughs> that is too funny. So you mentioned when you interview people that you ask them some questions. So I've never heard of being interviewed for doing an escape room. So can you elaborate a little bit more on that? Absolutely. One of the things that makes us unique at Sherlock Inn is that we bring the stories to life. And that means having in-costume, in-character game masters. A game master is the person who runs your room. They aren't in the room with you. They're watching your progress via video cameras. But when you need them, uh, what we do is we send these characters into the story. And, and rather than just having someone open the door and saying, hey, the key's over there, or like a walkie-talkie buzzing on, being like, hey, the lock code is one, two, three. We want a character from that world to come in as if you are part of their reality. So That's we have auditions and we hire. Very, yeah. very fascinating. Oh, yes. I uh, love so it. We, um, we also make people during the interviews teach us a card party. Uh, and what I have learned along the way is that so few people know the rules to go fish. <laughs> I'm not even going to ask. <laughs> I have, we, we, it's a simple test. It's, hey, you're going to be hired as an entertainer. Um, teaching people a new game that maybe they've heard about or have a concept of from TV shows or podcasts or what have you. But we want you to be able to teach and enforce the rules to a game that you're teaching to someone. So we'll catch someone cold and say, hey, look, um, please teach me to play Go Fish. And then we go from there and it's like, hey, how do you enforce the rules? How and engaging are you as you educate me? Um, and as I inevitably start to push the rules that you've taught me, how do you bring us back in line to keep the game going? It's all a vital part of the process. Wow, that's pretty awesome. Right? I love that. So in my last podcast, um, I interviewed a strengths coach and I'm fascinated by strengths. Do you mm -hmm. know your strengths by any chance as in relation to the Gallup Strength Finders? I don't know in relation to that specific one. I know the things that have served me well is, um, you know, confidence, the ability to improvise, uh, and just uh, the ability to take calculated risks. The idea that, hey, you know, the worst thing that can happen is, you know, someone tells you no, or just something doesn't work out, but it doesn't mean that you're derelict. It just means it's time to start again. Yeah. Uh, so I wish I knew the right words, uh, but no, I don't know those particular answers. So if you ever decide to take the Gallup Strength Finder, it's a assessment just like, you know, all the other stuff out there, but there's 34 strengths and they're ranked from one to 34. And I bet you that Maximizer is in your top five because you seem to like take things to the next <laughs> level. <laughs> well, I, uh, I remember the last time I took a Myers-Briggs or that type of test, mm -hmm. my extrovert skills were off the charts. Um, so this last year of coping with, you know, isolation and the pandemic was really wild to not have an audience. Um, yeah. So I'm so glad that we have mediums like this to allow people to connect still to this day. And I would love to take that test. I'll have to track it down. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I'll have to send you the link afterwards. Yes, it's please. very fascinating. <laughs> so. Oh, yeah. And I'll send you the results so you have them. <laughs> okay, perfect. All right, awesome. So before we go too far down the rabbit hole in strengths, um, talk to me a little bit about what thriving means to you. Thriving means that you have dreamed a dream, brought it to life, and are living it every day. That gave me goosebumps. <laughs> that is awesome. That's the whole point. Like we have we have that desire in our heart, we have that dream in our mind and mm -hmm. So often, 
you can bring it to life. It's not, it's not necessarily easy, but it's far from impossible. And I love seeing people who are thriving because they are living their waking dream and it's, it's inspirational as can be. Yes, absolutely. So you mentioned that you're an extrovert, which I would have never guessed. I know it's subtle. I know. I know. <laughs> so uh, with that being said, was that one of the challenges that you had over the past year? Or like what are some specific challenges that stand out to you that have prevented you from thriving personally? So I would say absolutely in the in the chaos of last year, and it wasn't just the COVID-19 pandemic, it wasn't just the political atmosphere of the United States, it wasn't just friends and family uh, having individual hardships that I was trying to help them through, it was that uncertainty of, hey, when does this get better? How does this get better? Um, is there something that I should be doing day after day to make it better, or is this something the Lord and his wisdom is going to sort out? And it was really difficult for me, especially in isolation, because as people who play games or escape rooms with me know, I talk through my problems. Mm -hmm. um, it's just, it's something I've learned is you can solve any puzzle as long as you communicate through it. Mm -hmm. So to be in isolation, separated from my team, separated from my family, separated from my loved ones, it was, it was so difficult to think through, okay, how do we fix this? How do we solve this riddle? Yeah. So what tools did you use to get through that? Uh, as a religious guy, there was a lot of prayer and trying to connect to religious communities. Um, as I grew up Catholic, I was actually a, a Roman Catholic youth minister before I became an escape room owner. Oh, wow. um, so finding a way back to those traditions gave me a source of strength during the uncertainty as often as I could find them. Um, but also it just, it became conversations like this. Like, even though it's happening through a screen, it's still a way to connect with another person. Yeah. And still a way to talk about the important things that fill you with joy. And having those conversations is the point of life. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I love it. So as you've kind of gone through life, so you mentioned two, it sounds like major milestones, you know, being a youth minister and now being an escape room owner. So what are some of the things that like stand out to you where it was like a pivotal moment? And you were like, wow, I feel like really on track. I would say those moments for me were so easy to see in hindsight. Mm -hmm. Like as you're reading, as you're reading any good book, like you don't realize that you're at the climax of the story necessarily until you get to the next chapter. Yeah. So as I look back, I remember little moments like um, one of the most challenging bits for me was right before the youth ministry gig. Uh, I had you know, gone to a prestigious four-year school. I got the degree, got the first car, first apartment, checked all the boxes that you're supposed to check when you're you know, 21 going on the rest of your life. And that first job I had, I ended up getting fired from. It was a small consulting firm. When the money got bad, the new guy got axed. And I remember that kind of just completely you know, weird moment of like, wait a second, this isn't how it was supposed to work. This isn't how it was supposed to happen. Uh, but what it enabled me to do, which I figured out in hindsight, was think about, well, what do I love? Yeah. What do I love doing? I love people. I love, you know, connecting and building relationships with those people um, to inspire us both to grow. I love games um, and I love making a difference. So knowing those things 
took me from point A to point B, which was let's try youth ministry. And youth ministry like scratched a lot of those itches, but it wasn't the full picture, right? It was like the meal is is almost perfect, but the meat's just a, cooked a little bit the wrong way. It's not exactly how I like it. And then you just keep growing, you just keep looking, you just keep doing that soul searching and the little breadcrumbs along the way, if you're watching, lead you to where you belong. And for me, it belonged in a room full of locks, riddles, and puzzles dressed in costume. Awesome. I love how you mention the little breadcrumbs, if you're watching, <laughs> because yeah, that yeah. is a key part. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, and it's, it's one of those things that when you look for them, you will find them. Mm-hmm. Like anything else in your life, look for it, observe it, and they will appear. Yeah. So, yeah. so in the analogy of the breadcrumbs, what breadcrumbs do you hope to leave um, as a legacy? And what does that word even mean to you? Uh, legacy is the reason for being. Um, legacy is, um, as they say in Hamilton, planting seeds in a garden you never get to see. And for me, um, I realized a long time ago that with my escape rooms, um, it's not about, people don't come to the escape rooms to escape from a room. They come to an escape room to escape from the world. Because for that 60 minutes, you are living in a story. You're often there with the people that you love most, um, family, friends, children, parents, um, even co-workers. Uh, we see tight-knit teams come and enjoy these activities too. And as far as my legacy, I want to remind people that if you want to arrange it, this world, you can change it. That I love it. Your dreams are out there for you to succeed and grab, and we'll be a lot better off when you achieve them. Yes, indeed. I'm really uh, excited and a little nervous to to get more nuggets from you. So I've gotten goosebumps probably about four times in our short conversation. (laughs) So what nuggets do you have for just anyone, whether they're going in business or not? One of the most important is that you're never alone. Um, especially when it seems like you are, you definitely are not. And I don't just mean that in a religious way. As a religious guy, I have my beliefs in in God and higher powers, and that could be a subject of a completely separate conversation. But in a very practical way, we go through our lives and we build connections and relationships. The relationships are some of the most important things we build in our lifetimes. And when the time comes when you decide to pursue your own dream and craft the legacy you want to leave, If you look for it, you will find that those relationships along the way are perfectly in place to help you get there. There is no puzzle that can't be solved. You just might not have all the clues yourself. I love it. I love how you take what you do and tie it into essentially every part of life. (laughs) It's true. And it's one of those things where it's, you know, when I say that sometimes I think of life as a game, I don't mean like in some sort of cold calculating, oh, well, you know, here are the rules and it's time for everyone to get played. I mean, like, if you think about what a game is, a game is a time where you come around the table with the people that you love and you make magic. And if you can find the magic in your life, whatever that looks like, that's what gives you joy. That's what makes you someone who people are drawn to and someone that people want to remember and put some good back into the world. Yeah, I love it. Absolutely. Yeah, thank you so much. It's (laughs) it's an honor. I love these questions. 
Fantastic. So is there anything else that you want to share that has kind of popped up for you, but you haven't vocalized? I would say that, you know, I think oftentimes, you know, if I had to go back and talk to my younger self, the, the Chris Sparks who hadn't played his first escape room, because we didn't invent the escape room concept. We're just adding our twist on it. Mm -hmm. um, it's been around the world. It's an international phenomenon. Uh, I would tell younger Chris, like, hey, look, just because you were about to create your dream job doesn't mean there won't be challenges and some nightmares along the way. But that's all part of it. No matter what we do and no matter what we're working on, there are always going to be obstacles. But you change the world by overcoming them and not by letting them deter you. So even now, even First if someone... <laughs> You're speaking to me. Hey, <laughs> I get it. I'm glad you get it. I can tell. <laughs> it's great. It's tell younger Chris, it will all be well. Be not afraid. Love it. Anything yeah. else that comes up for you? It sounds like you just have like all these golden nuggets. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I, I've had a lot of really great mentors and really great teachers over the years and people that have inspired me. So I hope that I'm doing them justice. Yeah, I think you are. You're pretty remarkable, and I've only known you for 15 minutes. <laughs> so, Likewise to you, and thank you for talking to me. Yeah. Thank you for taking the time to make this happen. Yeah, absolutely. It has been a pleasure. So thank you again. And how can we find you to learn more about the rooms that you're offering and all that you do? Sure thing. So I have several hats on right now. If you want to find out more about Sherlock in Escape Games, Google us. Um, S-U-R-E-L-O-C-K-E-D-I-N. It's a pun because you are surely locked in. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. <laughs> That's where you can find about not only our escape rooms, but our custom scavenger hunts, our mobile escape rooms that we deliver to you, and all the different ways that we want to bring games to your life, whether it's personally or professionally. And to find out more about me, um, the biggest update in my life right now is that uh, there are puzzles that I solve as an entrepreneur, and I'm starting to transition to solving puzzles as an active citizen. So you can look up Vote Sparks to find out why I'm running for office in downtown Frederick, because I want to make a difference, and the legacy has to go beyond just the walls of my business. I love it. Fantastic. Well, congratulations to taking that step. Thank you so much. Yeah, absolutely. Well, again, it has been a pleasure and thank you. I look forward to experiencing some of your rooms and seeing how you do um, in local office. I'm sure you'll do just fine. Thank you very much. We've got a lot to do in a short time to do it. So let's get the ball rolling. <laughs> you will, I'm sure. So awesome. Well, thank you. And I'd also like to thank our music sponsor, Stephen Lamar Moore, who produced the music for our podcast. <laughs>